Ah, what a tune. A real classic. Something we dug up on my very first expedition, you know. It's held a place close to my heart ever since. Let's see what else we can find back here. Oh, fantastic. You'll love this one. Simply exquisite, but I apologize. Of course, you're not here to listen to an old man's collection of classic hits. <laughs> Allow me to properly introduce myself. I am Dr. Balthazar Phineas. You mentioned in your message that you were a great fan of my Newer York University graduate thesis, late Homo sapiens sapiens and their fervent desire to copulate with anything inanimate or otherwise. <laughs> the sheer sexual profundity of our ancestors is a topic of much consternation among our anthropological community. Ah, but <laughs> here I blather on. You are, of course, here for the archive. Anyone can see the bits and Bobs we've arranged out front in the museum, but you ask to see what we keep back here, in storage. The forbidden texts, as they were. Now, this is one of the foundational texts we keep back here. You might call it the Rosetta Stone of the Archive. What's that? What is a Rosetta Stone? Well, we've had to cobble together reports from various anthropologists, like myself, but the best we can say for sure is that it was a computer program that taught people other languages. Fascinating, eh? Well, let's have a listen. Uh, hello? Hello? Oh, hi there. Ted, can you yes, hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yes, yes, Beth, we've got you Sorry. here. Oh, Sorry. Great, okay. Well, we've got everybody over Beth, here. So we're waiting uh, on, actually, we're waiting with... on... Sarah and Bill. and Sarah. Oh. They were kept they long on the call. over in the call. Sorry? <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. So we might as well talk about... Sure. Yeah, definitely. Of course. We can always reschedule to... We talked about, about that, but we, we believe it could get in the way of the call with... The... Oh, sorry. sorry. Well, we've got a lot on our plate here, so... It Hi, everyone. So sorry. Sarah, Bill. Sarah. Oh, fantastic. Fascinating stuff, eh? So much to unpack there. You can see why it serves as a template for how conversational ethics and perhaps even mating rituals were performed all those years ago. You'll note the various noises and grunts happening in the background, what could be going on during this verbal exchange? A display of virility, perhaps? Or the equivalent of an exotic bird preening its feathers? 
It's difficult to ascertain, but let's move on. The next piece is something I've always been intrigued by. A different form of telemetry than what we just experienced. This next file appears to have been more of a public display than the conversation we just listened to. So what the reality is, is that you have these bullfrogs, right? And if you remember from that great movie in the 90s, the one about the dinosaurs... Oh, sure, Laura Dern, real tall drink of water. Yeah, absolutely. But they had these frogs, and the frogs I were... thought it was dinosaurs. No, yeah, they had the dinosaurs, no question. But they also talked about these frogs. And these frogs, they said, these frogs could change sexes. Change sexes? Like, uh, oh... Change position. Position? No, no, what does that even mean? Change position, you know, like sex position. Let me put this in terms you'll understand. The frogs could change from dudes to dudettes. Dudes to dudettes? We're getting off topic. So these frogs are apparently having a party, changing their genitals around, perpetuating the species, doing the whole thing. But it's a movie, right? This isn't real. I guess, but what about the bones? More like, what about the boners? The what? The bones, dinosaur bone. Wait, Andy, don't do it. Don't do it, Andy. Noise. 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 Yeah. The bones aren't important. What's important are the shrimp. The shrimp. I thought we were talking frogs here. Sure, it's frogs in the movie. What I'm telling you is that in real life, it's the shrimp. 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 Absolutely. It's irrefutable. And it's not just that these shrimp are out there switching sexes. It's that these shrimp are gay, too. Gay. Shrimp. Gay shrimp. I swear on my mother's life. Gay, sex-changing shrimp. They can keep the party going no matter what. Infinite gay shrimp. And listen, I know you're going to take this hard, I but... I did spend a semester studying the common American estuary. Right, and, and it just so happens. The species it's most common in is... Don't say it, don't say it! I gotta. It's the Peneus monodon! You motherfucker, it's always the Peneus monodon! Mm-mm-mm, it's truly one of my favorites. My own specialization has been deconstructing files like this that were often qualified in the old times as a hot take. Now, what's interesting about that is that, as you no doubt ascertained, the conversation had very little to do with temperature at all. So where does the descriptor come from? Well, in my studies, I've come to believe that the heart is actually a deviation of the word heart, meaning lofty or arrogant, which of course can trace its origins even further back to the Middle English and French languages. Heart and heart. These are meant often literally high, but were used most often in deference to a position of power itself. So these hot takes are the very words of the noble class. Our subjects here are obviously learned men of culture. There must be so much we can learn from conversations like this. You're starting to see what makes the archive so special, I can tell. 
we have plenty more to listen to. Ah, now here is one even our most august researchers haven't been able to pass. It's also been cobbled together from disparate sources. Is it a story? A fable? Perhaps a prophecy of some kind? You might be able to provide a notion or two. Let's have a listen. Two siblings, separated at birth, at the same college. I can't believe you're taking Professor MacGyver's math class. I can't believe you're taking Professor MacGyver's math class. When generational conflict arises. Take them all! Take no prisoners! Shoot them down like dogs! These two kids will never believe where they end up together. I can't believe you're on the NASA space shuttle going to Mars. I can't believe you're on the NASA space shuttle going to Mars. Coming this spring, your favorite wacky siblings are back in Campus Explosion Party. Well, well, well. Took you kids long enough. Welcome to Mars. Grandpa? Yes. We've heard many iterations of these same themes and vocalizations in pre-utopian civilization. Often they were referred to as trailers. But trailing what exactly? In other aspects of the culture, trailers were human domiciles. You can see where we've become stymied. Ah, my young friend. I'm afraid I've kept you for so long. We've forgotten the very hour itself. Never fear, never fear. There's always room for the curious amongst these dusty shelves. I'm sure we'll see each other again before too long. Boy, toy, and Troy used to have in Detroit. Was getting some coin. Was in shootouts with the law, but he lived in a palace. If you've enjoyed letting theater of the electric mouth invade your mind with The Study of Ancient Human Culture with Dr. Balthazar Phineas, please consider subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever it is that you're currently experiencing this. And hey, while you're at it, be sure to leave us a review. We want to hear from you. The Study of Ancient Human Culture with Dr. Balthazar Phineas was written and directed by me, Andrew Clark, with sound design by Will Koch and video design by Zach Trebino. It features the voice talents of Jake Regensburg, Zach Trebino, Ali Rojek, Kara Dodge, Eric Fleissing, and Corey Ringdahl. Theater of the Electric Mouth is a global theater collective dedicated to titillating your minds through your ears with absurd and literary audio dramas. And remember, the bones aren't important. What's important are the shrimp. See you next time. <laughs>